How can being a dark horse or an underdog be your advantage? Stay tuned and find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is Tracy Brinkman. All right, what is up, what is up, what is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to your ongoing dose of Dark Horse Benefits Learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and you, well, that, my friend, is infinitely more important. You are a driven entrepreneur or one in the making. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, just start loving up with some great marketing, personal or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. And that's why I'm here hitting you with yet another solo success episode coming to you straight from the Dark Horse HQ as we dive deep into success with actionable advice tips and steps designed to help you level up your gangs as we already know there are no shortcuts to success whether it's entrepreneurial success personal development success relationship success any kind of success except for taking those little steps towards your goal every single day now talking about little steps Here's a little step I'd like you to take now, because I know you're getting value from this show. You're still listening, so I'm guessing you're still getting value from the show. And if you are, you need to let those podcast platforms out there know you're getting that value. And the way you do that is by going on down there, hitting that subscribe button, drop us a five-star rating, and leave us some kind words in the review. Whatever platform you're on, go ahead, uh, do that for us. It's those subscribes, ratings, and reviews that those podcasts platforms out there use uh, to show that you're getting that value that lift us up a little bit in the rankings as they see you're getting that value so that we can reach more driven entrepreneurs just like you so please take a moment show the love and let's spread the word all right the advantages of being a dark horse let me step back for a minute because you know the world's in a crazy place right now and if you're listening to this as i'm recording it here in july of 2021 you know we're on the back end of the whole COVID experience there's some rumblings that there may be some more lockdowns going into the fall just all kinds of craziness and let's add on top of that the speed at which things are changing in this digital era the uh your ability to gain access to information uh, and i'm not going to get into the politics of it i'm just talking about all right i want to be an entrepreneur how do i go do that that, that information it's everywhere and the ways you can be uh, quicker and smarter and more profitable about things is everywhere out there and this allows us to work more effectively towards our goals to be an entrepreneur now, mind you, I know not everyone's cut out to be an entrepreneur. I, I There, I said it. But I'm going to guess that if you're listening to a show like this, you have the cut of your jib to be. And gosh, there are so many more. I, I can't remember the numbers, but I believe the, uh, especially in the digital online space, it kind of blew up in 2020 with everyone pushed into their homes for long periods. And it just entrepreneurs are just the benefits are ongoing. And I, I did another episode where it talked about all the benefits of being. 
And if I remember correctly, that was episode 214, Reasons Entrepreneurship Can Solve the World's Problems. So I'm not going to rehash all those. So go, go check that one out. I think you'll enjoy that if you haven't already listened. But we're not talking about just entrepreneurs there. We're talking about our dark horses. Yep. You and me, right? Those folks, and, and let's define the term, right? I think dark horses and uh, and underdogs are kind of synonymous. Hopefully, I said that right. Anyway, uh, but you know, we're we're the folks often uh, as we're coming up with the least power, with the least say so in things, with the least authority uh, amongst our crew, right? Um, we're often not even considered to be on the winning side and as a result of that people don't have high hopes for us quite often they're they're betting against us they don't even consider we're going to run our race let alone the have the opportunity to come in in a win place or show position but this is the cool thing about that that makes us almost invisible to others right they just not they're not paying attention to us yeah like whatever and i think there's also the viewpoint that seems to have changed in my lifetime in regards to uh my fellow dark horses and my highly respected underdogs it's just that is that we seem to carry a level of uncertainty that people have come to um almost respect and i already used the word respect but I think it may be because some may have maybe the opinion that a dark horse or an underdog may be weak or slow in any other way, but they also work harder. They grind faster. They do every single thing they can. They're willing to, as Zach mentioned in his episode way back when, jump off the cliff and grow wings on the way down because so often the dark horses and the underdogs They've already lost everything at least once, sometimes multiple times. So it's like, they're like, well, gosh, if I jump off the cliff, what's the worst thing that's going to happen to me? I've already been there. I've made it out of that before and whatever that is uh, for the bottom of things. But underdogs look appealing today, I think, because of their ability to break the odds, right? And come out stronger on the other side. And so often I think underdogs and dark horses, as I like to call them, um, we find the answers to the unfairness that we see out there. So maybe we talk about unfairness in some of the social media platforms. So we'll create our own platform, uh, like some of the, what, like rumbles or parlor or whatever it is out there, right? The unfairness or the injustices that are out there so that we go out there and we create programs to help offset that. So underdogs and dark horses, we have our benefits. And that's why I want to talk about some of the reasons why being a dark horse can be to your advantage. And I think first and foremost, my fellow dark horses and my fellow S dark horses do not take any aspect of their business for granted. And most often because we've come from humble backgrounds, right? In terms of experience. So we take every aspect of our business seriously. We take a serious look 
at the marketing. We take a serious look at the product development, the product creation, the serious look at the customer service. We take a serious look at how the customer feels as they're going through our customer journey. You know, be it a small account or something big, like maybe meeting an investor, right? We do it with the same amount of passion. We go out with that same rawr, rawr, rawr gusto as we break out of that starting gate and i think that's one of the things that saves so many dark horses as long as they keep that dark horse mentality because i've seen um personally a number of big businesses face trouble simply because they've taken one of those small aspects a little too lightly you know they got comfortable and started resting on their laurels while our dark horse friends you know we're we always try to stay nimble. Often we're, you know, we're bootstrapping and we're on a, a shoestring budget. So we got to stay nimble and on our toes. We're staying careful and alert to what's happening inside as well as outside of the business. And that helps us with, I think, the next area here is their risk tolerance. Uh, dark horses are willing to, like I said, jump off that cliff and grow wings on the way down. Dark horse friends, so let's use the example of starting this podcast. Um, as I was starting this podcast, I saw so, you know, you go out there and you start joining some of those podcast groups and try and glean some extra information. And I've been podcasting since it wasn't cool, but I was just trying to get up on any new technologies I may have missed out on uh, during the couple of years of uh, away time I had. And, you know, there wasn't anything new and huge. There was a couple of cool things that, uh, that kind of popped up on the horizon but you know I saw so many people out there well what kind of mic should I have what kind of this and what kind of that and they got so hung up on those little things it, it kind of showed that their risk tolerance was low where my dark horse friends they're like whatever I'll record on my phone if I have to I mean my frequent answer to what kind of mic do you want to use whichever one that you'll use there it is right there right if you can afford a $500 mic and you'll use it go for it but it's 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 taking those risks just stepping into who you want to be who you are today and the person you want to become later taking calculated risk is a wise decision right don't get me wrong but you can also keep you know yourself back by not taking a calculated risk our my dark horse entrepreneurs are usually far more likely to step into that risky area that others will not venture into so you know that makes them a little more likely right it gives them more opportunities it improves their chances significantly because they stepped into an area that so few are unwilling to to step into so that you know it's you know they say the uh, the air is uh, easier to breathe at the top there are fewer people up there if you step in that risky zone and uh, you take that calculated risk there's less people there so your odds go up drastically you know and, and i think it, it it's not that they're wanting to lose everything don't get me wrong i, I if you're really listening to this, I think there's a dark horse flavor to you. And I think what we'll find is our dark horses are the ones that believe, you know what? I got nothing else to lose in the first place. That we're really going after something we hope for that will be even better than what we have right now or than what we had yesterday. And even if we fail, like I mentioned before, we know we can get back up again, dust ourselves off and keep right 
on running. That gives us the ability to stay motivated in the toughest of times. Because you know what? We're dark horses. We've already grinded through tough times. And my dark horse friends and family, you know who you are. So you're not out there boasting all these unnecessary claims or, you know, flapping your chops about all the things that you can do. No, you're saying, here's who I am. Here's what I have to offer. I mean, if you think about it, usually because you're a dark horse and you're grinding away and you're paying attention to what's going on in and outside of your business, you got way too damn much on your plate and you keep flipping those hats around. Hey, I'm CEO today. Oh, I'm in charge of marketing. Oh, I'm in charge of customer service. Oh, I'm in charge of product delivery. Oh, I'm in charge of product development. All those hats, you don't have time to be involved in all that useless chatter, right? I think it kind of comes down to the types of people there are. There are doers and they're talkers. And most of my dark horses, they're doers, right? They focus on getting shit done. They let the actions speak for them. They have faced rejection. That's probably a status quo for them. They have faced failure at least once, probably multiple times. And they know that there's a danger that comes with spouting off at the mouth. They're like, no, no, no. You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to do this shit. And then when it happens, I'm just going to nod my head and say, yeah, I did that. Right. They take that positive look and they say, you know, this is what I'm going to do. And they know what the outcome is they want. But they're not there spouting from the from the rooftops about about those outcomes because they're not here yet. They would rather let the work that they have already done speak for them. And as a result of that, I think the next benefit of being a, a dark horse or an under is they're out there thinking outside the box. You know what? Actually, I think they just, what box is basically what it boils down to, right? They're out there experimenting with new ways, making new combinations, and letting the wild thoughts that so many of us would go, yeah, I don't think that'll work. They're like, I'm going to try it. You know what I'm saying? This fearlessness that they have um, enables them to to step into that more risky area that so many will go into, take those calculated risks by doing unconventional things to make things happen. And when I say unconventional things, this could be in anything, right? Maybe a combination of products, you know, putting things together. Maybe it's in a way they promote themselves. Maybe it's in a way they present their content. It could be any number of ways. I mean, think about it. Um, the dark horses are usually the ones that put things out there that the world is just hungry for. And maybe they don't know they're hungry for it yet, right? They're craving some sort of change. And everyone else, there's this group of lemmings. They're all like, here's how we need to act. And this is the kind of person we need to be. And everyone's following this single path. And here comes the dark horse going, no, man, let's try this over here. And they're standing over there and they make, they build it over there. Then they raise their hand and go, look, check it out. It's kind of awesome over here. And then a few people start coming over and then a few more and then a few more. And and the next thing you know, you know, the change has moved over to where the dark horse is at. And, you know, a number of the lemmings will continue on their path. Don't get me wrong. But the ideal consumer today is very willing and open 
to the right change. And our dark horses out there are the ones looking for that right change, stepping into that change first before anyone else. And then going, man, come on in. The water is great. Because, you know, you got to think about it. The consumers out there, right? They're looking for the logical reason to change. And now your dark horse has already made that change and can give them the reason so they can start steering the uh, the consumer in their direction. I really think, especially given everything is tossed in the air in 2020, that the time for unconventional things, unconventional decisions, unconventional opportunities, unconventional solutions, and my dark horse friends and family, you're the ones that can make the best of it, your experience at falling and failing and getting results and getting back up and dusting yourself off and teaching yourself, I can do this. I can get up and keep going and rise back up. You're the ones that can help bring those changes around. And I think the last thing I'm going to leave you with, I've got, got so many more, but I don't want to drone on too long, is I find my dark horse friends and family, they have people chops, man. They got mad people skills and when I was talking to uh, Billy Batts and I don't think I've at the time of this recording that episode hasn't come out yet it'll be coming out here soon actually I believe it's next week's episode so it will be 229 Billy Bat but you know uh, Billy Bat come up from the streets he was running the streets I, you know, I spent my time on the streets as if you remember my origin story but he was like 13 years on the streets and in gangs and in the oil fields and there's no joke and let me tell you when you're running the streets as an underdog, as a dark horse, you've got to have mad people skills because the difference between life and death, right? Being free and being in jail when you're running the streets and doing shady stuff. Yeah, you got to have mad people skills because you got to be able to clue off on the kind of person someone is right away. Now, take this into the conventional world, the non-seedy side uh, of the streets, um, you know, Main Street, and now those same skills can be applied in engaging a customer, a potential client, um, and engaging them in seeing their reactions and reading them. It's these mad people skills, their ability to connect with their, uh, their friends, their family, their consumers, right? This unique bond that that's in their brand that they can create can kind of separate them uh, in a crowded marketplace. They can be their unique selves. And because they come from humble beginning, dark horses tend to be humble and open-minded. They can talk to people, they can connect with them, they can share an idea, they can take in ideas, right? So how many, how many people, how many superstars have you seen where you walk up to them or you've heard them be told a great way to further enhance an amazing product they already have and they just shake it off like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm already a superstar, right? Uh, underdogs and, and, and our, our, the dark horses out there, we hear a great idea to make our idea even better. We're like, hell yeah, let's do that. And that's part of the relationship too, right? Dark horses really shine at creating relationships that matter in their lives and in their... And I think the final thought I'll leave you with here is I find the dark horses in any area of life, right, whether it's entrepreneurship or anything else, they, um, they believe and they espouse 
to the power of hard work, grit, and just good old determination. And that's the kind of positivity that everybody looks for in the first place, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I thought. All right, now next episode, we're going to be talking about ways that stepping back can move you forward in your business. Another great thought I came out that I got out of my time chatting with Michael Stein. And you, you listened to Michael Stein's episode, yeah? Yeah. That was episode 225. It was the one right before this. Go check it out if you haven't heard it. Heard it. All right. Now, I, I know you want to keep getting all these amazing tips. So make sure you go on down there. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us that five-star rating. Drop us some comments in their kind words. Ask questions. I read every single one of those comments. And like I mentioned earlier, it's these subscribes, comments, ratings, and reviews that tell the podcast platforms that you're getting value from this show. And they'll lift us up a little bit in the rankings so that we can reach more driven entrepreneurs just like you so please take a moment show the love and help spread the word all right you get out there you run your race you get your results and then come let me hear about them drop them in the comments come check us out over the dark horse uh, tribe facebook group and let me hear all about it so i can celebrate with you until next time think successfully and take action thank you for listening to the dark horse entrepreneur podcast thanks for tuning in Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.